Welcome back to the OU's Mishnah Yomis. My name is Jack Abramowitz, and today we are continuing our studies in the third chapter of Maseches Megillah. Now, yesterday we had begun by talking about things that may be sold and only things of greater sanctity may be purchased with their money. So, for example, you can sell a street and use it to buy a shul. You can buy a shul and use the money to buy an aron, but not the other way around. So continuing with this discussion, Mishnah Beis says, Ein mochrin beisakneses ala al-tanai, she'im yirsu yachaziruhu. A shul may only be sold conditionally, and the condition is that if the people selling it desire to revoke the sale, they can get the shul back. Divrei Rabbi Meir, that is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. The Chachamim Omrim, but the Chachamim say, mochrin oso mimkar olam, it can be sold in perpetuity, except for four things. Lamerchatz, for a bathhouse. Ulaborski, for a tannery to make leather because it's a, a distasteful, stinky business. Vilatvila, for immersion. Ulabes Hamayim, and for a house of water. And we'll see what that is. Rabbi Huda Omer, Rabbi Huda says, Rabbi Huda says it can be sold for a courtyard. I sell you this shul, you can knock it down and, and use the property for wherever you want. And then the buyer, whatever he does with it, it's not up to us. So if he turns it into a tannery or one of these things, then it's out of our control. Let us look in the Bartonoro. So the first opinion, that of Rabbi Mer, is that a shul can only be sold al tanai conditionally. So Rabbi Mer feels that this conditional sale applies even when you're selling it from one public group to another public group, that it just can't be sold with no strings attached, because that's like saying that the shul isn't important to us. We don't care, we give it up easily, and there's a certain value to what he's saying, but the halacha does not happen to follow him. The Chachamim say, and this is the halacha, mimkar olam, that the sale can be done permanently. It can be done with sale to an individual, and it can be done for any purpose. Chutz me arba devarim, except for these four things. Del osam arba devarim lo yimkor. You cannot sell it so that it should be used for one of these four things. So we explain three of them. The fourth is beisamayim, lekvisa, inami, lemeiraglayim. It would either be a laundromat or possibly a public restroom. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, mochren oso l'shem chatzer. Rabbi Yehuda says it can be sold for a courtyard. Then halacha k'Rabbi Yehuda. This is not the uh, the halacha. So you cannot just sell it for anything and leave it up to the buyer. That is the end of Mishnah Bays. Let us now continue with Mishnah Gimel. V'odam Rabbi Yehuda. Here's something else Rabbi Yehuda said. This is a list of things that cannot be done with a shul that has become a ruin. You cannot use it to say a uh, eulogy for a regular person. You cannot use it to twist ropes. You cannot use it to spread out nets. You cannot spread fruit on the roof to dry. And you cannot use it as a shortcut. Shinamar. And this is because the Pusik in Sefer Vikra tells us, Bahashimosi es mikdashechem, that I will make your holy places desolate. 
We see that they're still considered holy places, even though they are now desolate. Alubo asavim, if weeds are growing in it, lo yitlosh mimne agmas nefesh. Weeds that grow in it may not be plucked because we want people to see it and have sorrow that the shoal is in a state of ruin. And if you upkeep the property nicely, then they won't have proper sadness over its destruction. Let's take a look in the Bart Neuro. In mafshilin, you cannot twist ropes there. Godlin u poslin, vahu hadin lechol shar molachos, elashahav shelas, chavalem tzarechmakam rachav yadayim. Ubeis hakinesis, bias gadol hu, v'roi lekach v'havi orchea. So basically it's saying that uh, in order to twist the ropes, you need a lot of space. So really you can't do any type of labor in this ruin that was once a shul. But the reason it's using the example of twisting ropes is because it's the kind of thing that the space would be appropriate for. But if you were inclined to, say, make it a sweatshop, you couldn't do that either. So this is not limited to this case. It's just a good example of what the space could be used for. Kapandria, a shortcut, lakatsar hilucho derech beis in order to save steps by going through where the shul used to be. And then it goes into a bit of a discussion about where the word kapandria comes from. So the weeds may not be plucked mipne agmas nefesh because of sorrow. She yiz kru yimei binyano v'yitnu lev livnoso im yochlu. They should remember when the shul was standing, and they should intend to rebuild it if they are given the opportunity to do so. O yavakshu alav rachimim shiachzor, or they would pray that the shul should be restored. Lefikach ein aser elaleket asavim ulahachil lebehema olaavdam legamre. Therefore, it's only forbidden to pluck these weeds if you're going to use them as cattle feed or if you're going to get rid of them. But if you're going to pull them out of the ground and just leave them lying there so the place still looks pretty destroyed, that's okay because people will still feel the appropriate grief upon seeing such a thing. That is the end of Mishnah Gimel. Join us tomorrow when we will continue with Mishnah Yastalid and Hey.